losing mine. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Welcome to another special episode of Equity Mates, where we are searching for Australia's next top trader. We're a podcast that breaks down the world of investing from beginning to dividend so that you can hopefully make some returns. My name's Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going, bro? I'm very good, Bryce. How are you? Very well. We are, as I said, searching for Australia's next top model. (laughs) No, we're searching for Australia's next top trader. Yeah. We could search for a model as well. Yeah, you do that in your spare time. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. So, today we are talking about sectors and industries that you can invest in. Last episode, we discussed the difference between a stock and an ETF, and now we're going to look at all the sectors that are available to investors so that they can use stocks and ETFs to buy into it, Ren. You've got a great list to go through. So let's crack into it. I don't know if it's a great list, but it is the list. And from what I could, from what I could gather, this list is standard across markets. Yes. So you understand the difference between stocks and ETFs, but you want to figure out what your options are in terms of what stocks you can buy, what ETFs you can buy. The market is generally split up into 11 sectors. So we'll rip through some of them and explain what they are. Yeah, let's do it. That might give you a broader idea of all the different options that you have out there. So, we'll start with uh, finance, uh, which is pretty self-explanatory. That's things like banks and uh, you know other financial institutions, your Commonwealth Bank, your Goldman Sachs, your Wells Fargo. We don't need to keep listing banks, I don't think. <laughs> we could. We could. We could. <laughs> uh, so then the next one is utilities. So these are your electricity providers and your like water and gas um, utilities. Again, pretty self-explanatory, I think. Third up, consumer discretionary. And then fourth is consumer staples. So do you want to explain the distinction there? Yeah, so Ren, the difference between consumer discretionary and consumer staples, I think very simply is discretionary goods and services that are considered to be non-essential for consumers, but I guess driven by income and that sort of stuff, they they sort of purchase. And staples, consumer staples, are the opposite of that, are, I guess, companies and and products that and goods and services that um, are considered to be essential regardless of I guess your your financial situation uh, or the state of the economy so things like food beverages you know your your, your drug companies hygiene that sort of stuff yeah yeah um, no, that's a, a good distinction and, and the, I guess yeah as you said the reason for the distinction is these two types of companies will operate differently at different times Consumer staples, your Woolies and your Coles, even in a recession, people are still going to be buying food, so they're a little bit more defensive, whereas consumer discretionary, things like JB Hi-Fi or Nick Scally Furniture, they're more discretionary purchases, so they're going to be more hit if the economy uh, you know, takes a downturn or falls into a recession. So, for example, consumer discretionary, we could say Nike, 
consumer staples, you would probably be fined Walmart yeah. as an example on uh, in, in the US and through Stake. Stake give you the ability to filter by all the industries that we are talking about. So if you go in and click on the industry, then it will bring up a whole bunch of companies that um, have been clustered under that industry to give you an example. So go in and check out the difference between consumer discretionary and consumer staples. Yeah. What else can we invest in, Ren? So there's energy. That's the next one. And America okay. is going through an energy revolution at the moment. It's now the largest exporter of oil in the world, larger than Saudi Arabia, larger than Russia, taking up a mantle that it probably hasn't had since the 1880s, 1890s. So energy might be a good investment for you at the moment in the six-week comp. Next up is healthcare. That's pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Then there's industrials, and so that's the uh, that's the more sort of heavy industry companies. You know, there might be in America at the moment because of Trump's uh, trade war and his tariffs. The the steel industry might be an industry that you're interested in because he's really trying to protect them, and that's going to help American steel companies. So that's a sort of area of the industrial section that uh, that might take your fancy. Mm. Next up is uh, everyone's favorite, technology. Obviously, America is on the cutting edge of technology still. We don't really need to explain that. You guys are listening to podcasts on phones or computers. You, you understand what American technology can do and how the rest of the world has followed them. So that might be a sector for you. Telecom, they're the traditional you know, Telstra Optus equivalents. Uh, in America, it would be things like uh, Verizon and... AT&T. AT&T, yeah, nice. You were testing my knowledge of American telecoms. <laughs> <laughs> but also your internet providers, T-Mobile, and all the subsidiaries that come under telecommunications as well. Like, you know, the thing with these industries is that not all companies fit perfectly into one. So you might be searching through and see some companies that you kind of think, oh, I'm not too sure about that. That's probably because they could straddle a number of different industries. Um, so just keep that in mind. If you can't find a, a, a company in one industry, think about what else it might be able to fall under and have a look in that one. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Next one is materials. Now, I'm not 100% sure on the distinction between yeah, I think there's a lot of crossover, as you were saying, between energy, industrial, and materials. But I think materials would be more like your coal miners, your iron ore miners, and stuff like that. Is that is that your understanding as well? Yeah. So if you just have a look at what's on stake at the moment, you do have your your big Rio Tinto, BHP, gold. Then there's also chemical manufacturers and a whole bunch of other companies that engage in those sorts of activities. Um, so yes. You're yeah, right. Nice. And then last but not least is real estate. That's pretty self-explanatory as well. But remember, it's not just your residential real estate. It's also commercial real estate. It might be some infrastructure as well. Yeah, lots of property trusts and those sorts of things where you can get access to a whole bunch of different, I guess, bricks and mortar, as you said, Ren, from office blocks to um, residential housing. So... Yeah. Heaps of industries out there. Jump on and have a play around. Filter down to individual industries to have a look at, at what companies fall under each industry and to give you a bit of an idea of what you can in, be investing in. 
one of the good things with ETFs is it gives you the ability, exchange-traded funds give you the ability to invest in the broader industry if you can find the ETF. So another good way of finding that is to jump on stake, filter down to your industry and then just click the ETF button up in the top left and it will filter all ETFs that are to do with that industry. If you want broad exposure to say finance or technology or utilities, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, 100%. And I just think, you know, if you're going to take one thing away from this episode, it's just that there is literally everything from the companies that dig up the material in the ground to the, the heavy industry that processes it to the companies that manufacture it into technology or whatever it is, into energy, to the retailers and stuff who sell it to us and everything in between. There's companies that own the real estate, uh, that own the toll roads, that transport the stuff, that the banks that fund the stuff. The investing universe is really, really broad. And so as you're going through this competition, it, it pays to really think broadly and laterally about all the options out there nice so crack in there's so much to invest in there's plenty of opportunity and as you said rent thousands of stocks that um, you can explore so it's um pretty fun get it get stuck in and see what you can come up with equity mates and the people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned this is general advice only please speak to a financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your individual situation 